Hello, and welcome to the This Girl Loves Sleep podcast, the show that will help your entire family bring back bedtime. Each episode, sleep expert Alana McGinn discusses your burning sleep questions and provides you with tangible sleep tips and tricks to help you create your own sleep plan for your family. Whether it's how to extend your baby's naps, end bedtime battles with your toddler, or help you sleep better at night, this podcast talks all things sleep to help you and your family get the sleep you deserve. With colleagues, friends, and other wellness experts, Alana discusses all lifestyle topics that you want more information on. Are you ready to bring back bedtime? Here's your host, sleep educator, mom of three, and pop culture fanatic, Alana McGinn. Guys, you don't have to be sleep deprived just because you have a baby. If you think you are destined to months of no sleep after having a baby, think again. I am going to be your guide in teaching your baby how to become a champion sleeper with the same compassionate and practical wisdom I've used to help thousands of families get better sleep. You are the expert at your baby's sleep. No, really, you are. And I'm going to teach you how to use your knowledge about your baby to create a personalized sleep plan grounded in the science of sleep. I want to introduce you to my first book in the This Girl Loves Sleep series titled This Baby Loves Sleep. In This Baby Loves Sleep, I debunk the myths about baby sleep that may be keeping your little one from getting the rest he or she needs. I use the newborn weeks as the foundation for building good sleep habits. I apply my four good night sleep tools as the basis for your baby's sleep plan. And I help your baby fall asleep on his or her own throughout the night without your assistance. And we prioritize maternal and paternal mental health during your baby's infancy. This is the baby sleep book that every tired parent needs to own. You won't be skipping any chapters with this one. I made it my mission to create an easy to read, easy to apply and plan sleep book that gets to the heart of what's going on with your baby's sleep quickly and insightfully so that you can start applying these practical science-based baby sleep steps that have helped thousands of our families as early as tonight. So what's inside this baby loves sleep? You're going to learn newborn know-how. You will learn to recognize the connection between your newborn's brain development and sleep. I write about sleep environment. Understand the important role that sleep environment plays in your baby's sleep. We're going to talk about schedules, guys. It's the question we get asked so often from our families. So you are going to learn the biologically appropriate times your baby should be awake and asleep based on age and development. The approach, you will be able to find the sleep training method that works best for you and your baby. And guys, who's ready for longer naps? You will be able to unlock the secrets of restful and longer and I mean it, guys, longer naps. You're going to get all the answers to your most common baby sleep dilemmas. I wrote this book with you in mind because I remember what it was like to be exhausted and needing information, safe, practical, research-based information that I could apply to my baby sleep plan stat. This Baby Love Sleep is the baby sleep book that will help your baby learn the important skill of independent sleep, helping your family get the sleep they need. 
You can find a link to purchase this baby love sleep over at goodnightsleepsite.com and it's available to download now. That's right. You can start reading it within seconds and your baby can start sleeping soundly before you know it. Hi, everyone. I'm Alana McGinn, founder of goodnightsleepsite.com, a website offering sleep support and resources for you and your family. You can head over to Goodnight Sleep Site to find out how you can work with a goodnight consultant who can help you with each step along the way to creating your family sleep plan. The evenings, guys, are getting lighter, and that can only mean one thing. Spring daylight savings time is just around the corner. That's right, Sunday, March 10th, clocks move forward one hour. I know, just when you have your baby on a great sleep schedule, right? Everything gets messed up, but as usual, guys, I got you. So here's my tips. This episode of This Girl Loves Sleep is brought to you by the Philips Somnio Sleep and Wake Up Light. My husband and I definitely have different sleep patterns. I love my early bedtimes and I wake up at a reasonable hour while he is a natural night owl. I mean, even as he's getting older, it is just not changing. He can stay up super late and he basically sleeps until the kids and I let him sleep in. Alternating mornings on the weekend is what works in my house. This is something we've actually been doing as soon as we started having kids. So Saturdays, I get up with the kids so he can get a little sleep in. And Sundays, it's my turn to have a lazy morning. And guys, I cherish those Sunday mornings. So finding a way to get hubby out of bed easily to deal with the kids so I don't have to was very important. So two years ago, I introduced Philips into my life and we started using the Philips wake up light as our alarm clock. This alarm clock was a game changer in the bedroom. Not only does it help us both fall asleep easier with the personalized sunset simulation that gradually decreases light to gently help you relax as you fall asleep, the Philips Philips Wake Up Light and Somnio Sleep and Wake Up Light is scientifically proven to help you wake up more naturally and refreshed. It's clinically proven with 92% of users agreeing that it is easier to get out of bed. And you guys, my husband is one of them. He was never much of a morning person and nothing wakes you up better than being exposed to natural light. Philips Wake Up Lights is inspired by nature's sunrise. The light gradually increases from soft morning red through orange to bright yellow, stimulating your body to wake up naturally as light gently prepares you for waking up while you are still asleep. We also have it set to bird sounds when the alarm goes off and we wake up with the sounds of nature in the bedroom. And it really is a wonderful way to start the day. And it gives me my one morning a week to lay in bed and not be disturbed while dad deals with the breakfast chaos. It's perfect. The Philips Somnio Sleep and Wake Up Light is currently 18% off on Amazon.ca and the Go Light Blue Energy Light is currently 10% off on Amazon.ca and you can receive an additional $10 off the Go Light Blue using the promotional code PhillipsLight until March 8th and links to all of this is in this show's notes over at goodnightsleepsite.com slash podcast. That's promotional code PhillipsLight, P-H-I-L-I-P-S-L-I-G-H-T. So the 
spring time change is upon us. And this is a tough one because we are all losing an hour of sleep. And this loss of sleep on an already sleep deprived society can really have a negative effect on our whole family's health and well being. Daylight savings time can feel very similar to jet lag. And I know this is the time of year that. I always struggle when the clocks change, never mind my kids, but I know that I go through it. And studies show that individuals sleep around 40 minutes less each night after daylight savings times begins. So when you couple that, like I said, with that already sleep deprived society, that small change can really cause some health issues down the road. So it's really important to right now start focusing on your sleep health and really start making the quantity of sleep you're getting and the quality of sleep you're getting a priority. Studies show that on the Monday after daylight savings times, there's an increased risk of heart attacks and strokes. And this can be due to the loss of sleep and stress of the new work week. And actually a 2014 study in the Journal of Open Heart found that on the Monday after daylight savings times begins, 24% more people have heart attacks than on any other Monday throughout the year. Also, extreme drowsiness due to the one-hour loss of sleep and already chronic sleep deprivation can be the reason why studies show an increase in car accidents on the Monday after daylight savings times. In his 2014 paper on the relationship between daylight savings times and fatal vehicle crashes, Austin C. Smith, an assistant professor of economics at the Miami University, reports that there is a 6.3 increase in fatal car accidents for six days following the spring time change. Do we need to prioritize our sleep a little bit more this time of year? I think we do, right? And it's very uncommon, but a 10th of all seasonal affective disorder sufferers get the summer blues instead of the winter blues. Did you know that? Experts still aren't sure why exactly this happens, but it could be due to the extreme heat, exposure to constant sunlight. Uh, There also is a disruption of sleep schedules, right? And we'll talk a lot about summer sleep in the next upcoming um, episodes as we're kind of heading into that season. Um, But we're also looking at body image issues, financial worries, specific symptoms of summer depression often include both loss of appetite, trouble sleeping, weight loss, and anxiety. So guys, I know this is an exciting time of year. I, for one, tend to like this time change because I really like the lighter evenings. Like I like longer days. And for me, when the mornings are brighter earlier in the morning and the evenings are lighter, that signals to me a bit of a longer day. But it's also the time where our sleep health and where we prioritize sleep tends to kind of slip and fall. So it's really important this time of year, guys, to really pay attention to it and still really prioritize it. Chances are, though, if you are listening to this episode, it's because you have a baby or child at home and you're wondering, how am I going to get them through this time change, right? So I'm going to tell you how you can help your family adjust to the new time change. And really, there's two ways that you can do it. One of them is a goal for most of us, most parents, is to achieve that desired wake time, right? So you can do this by slowly introducing your baby or child to the new time by waking them up slightly earlier than usual. So if their usual wake-up time is 6.30 a.m., move it to 6 a.m. a few days before the actual time change. So now is kind of the time to do it, right? So that once the clocks spring forward, they will already be adjusted to the new times. You can go as far as 
as moving the entire day earlier by at least one hour, including meal times, nap times, and bedtime. So you can gradually shift their routine slightly earlier each day, starting at about five to six days prior to the time change to help them adjust, okay? It shouldn't take more than a week for your child to adjust to the new time change, and the same as you. And you can actually do the same in the morning for yourself to help you. Like I said, this is the hardest time change for me. I always find myself dragging my feet for that uh, first week after the spring time change. So you also can shift your morning wait time earlier, 15 minutes each day, a few days before the clocks change to help you adjust to the new time a little bit easier too. It's easier when we can deal with our kids adjusting when we don't feel like we're going through such a big adjustment, right? Another route to take, guys, and honestly, the route that my family always takes at the Goodnight House, because in my opinion, it's the easiest route to take, would be to keep wake up and bedtimes the same using the new adjusted time. So just boom, get right onto the new routine. Like I said, guys, our children adjust eventually just as we do. You would wake your child at his or her usual time on the Sunday morning of the change and then carry the day on as usual. It takes, like I said, it takes about a week for all of us to adjust to the new time, It's the easiest route, it's the quickest route, but depending on how sleep sensitive your child is, you might prefer to take the first route I explained, so the more gradual approach um, with shifting the time earlier, 15 minutes each day, coming up to the time change, or just rip the Band-Aid and get them right on the new routine. Whatever works best for your family. Okay, so we're always looking for those hacks, right, to help us adjust with any kind of change. And there's definitely some bedroom hacks that you can introduce into your kids' rooms. As I mentioned, you know, those mornings are going to get a lot brighter and those evenings are going to get a lot lighter. So, you know, uh, having them still sleep in in the morning so that they're not giving you super early mornings. And then also just not having those bedtime battles because they're just not believing it's time to go to bed because the sun's still out. Blackout blinds are your best friends. Okay. So you definitely want to perhaps incorporate those into your child's bedroom to really make sure that you're darkening up their room as best you can. So whether that just be purchasing, you know, affordable blackout pants panels that can perhaps even go over your existing window treatments. You don't have to spend a ton of money, you guys. I've had clients tape up garbage bags, Bristol board, like whatever you need to do, slap on that painter's tape, get the room nice and dark. That will definitely help at bedtime. And that will definitely help extend those morning sleep-ins a little bit more. White noise machines, if you're not always using one, can come really handy this time of year too. Mornings tend to be a lot noisier, whether it be more activity out more cars on the street, more people outside walking their dogs, birds are chirping super early in the morning. Maybe, you know, you're up a little bit earlier just because of it's brighter outside and you don't want to wake your child. So that white noise machine, no matter what sounds you choose, as long as it's a a continuous sound is really going to help mask out some of those external early morning sounds that we tend to hear more of come the spring and summer. For our older kiddos, for our toddlers and ups, Obviously, toddler alarm clocks can work really great. Obviously, for our older kids, actual alarm clocks can work really great where they can kind of visually see what time it is. But for our little kids who can't tell the time yet, toddler clocks are amazing. And this way you can set it to your desired bedtime and wake times, and it makes it easier for your child to understand and then follow the schedule because they can visually see when it's time to go to bed and then when it's time to wake up in the morning. And then always, guys, practice that consistent bedtime routine. This is going to help prepare your child for bedtime no matter how bright the sun is shining. 
Try not to pick up any new early morning habits, you know, while everyone's adjusting to the new time. So if your child does start waking up super early in the morning, you know, that doesn't mean that that's when you have to start your day. Try, I always say stop, wait, and listen. Try to not go into the room right away if it's really not time to get up yet. Really choose that time. I always tell parents, choose that time of the day where you are ready to go get your kid and start your day. I can't promise you that's going to be the time that they're going to sleep in till. But if you refrain from going in their room until that time, they are going to learn to recognize that that is the time where you are going to be starting your day with them. So it's a slippery slope, guys. There might be some early morning wakings as we're going through this time change. That doesn't mean that that's when you have to start your day with your child though, okay? So really kind of try and set those rules, set those limits now. Following that consistent bedtime routine as well is just going to help prepare them for sleep also. Now, this time of year isn't just for our kids, right? It's also for us. And this is a great time of year for you as a parent or as an adult listening. Gives your sleep health an audit to see perhaps if you need to make any changes to your own sleep habits. You know, give your sleep patterns a check to make sure that you are protecting your own sleep quantity and quality as best you can. Like I said, you can shift your own bedtime and daytime as well to help you adjust to the new time. Always aim for those seven to eight hours of sleep each night and base your bedtime off when you need to wake up in the morning because our wake time is really dictated by our lifestyle. So if you're aiming to get those seven to eight hours, count back from when you have to wake up in the morning and that should be that bedtime that you really try to hit at least 80% of the time, okay? This time change signals to us that spring is right around the corner. And this is the time a year where sometimes, as I said, our sleep health routines need a little spring cleaning too. So the first thing that I always talk about, guys, when we're talking about giving your room that spring clean is give your night table an audit and remove that tech. I mean, you might be sick of me already saying that, but it really is the biggest sleep buster in your room. And I find it really collects on your night table over the winter months. So remove those sleep busters like your tablets, your phones, your TV remotes. These devices really do rob us of early bedtimes. And those bright screens, they suppress our melatonin. Think of it. Remember, that's turning that sleep switch off in your brain, and it makes it more difficult for us to fall asleep and then sleep restored throughout the night. So definitely give that night table an audit, remove any sleep busters you can off of it and really clear out the tech as best you can. And that's not just for us guys, that's for our kids as well. Now is a good time to also fluff and fold that bedding, okay? Are you ready for the, like, the gross factor here? When is the last time you've washed your comforter and pillow? Did you know that within 24 months or less, your pillow can double its weight in allergens? Dust might poop, guys. That's all I'm going to say, okay? If you suffer from allergies and asthma attacks, it's a good idea to wash your pillows and comforters seasonally, and you should be washing your sheets and pillowcases weekly. We also really want to clear out the clutter, okay? During the winter months, our rooms tend to become, I kind of call them our catch-alls, right? We are working out in our bedroom. We are, our bedroom becomes our home office. It becomes our kids' play area. It becomes our entertainment center. You know, if your treadmill has found its way into the bedroom because maybe it was too cold outside to run or hibernating has forced you to move, you know, your laptop and home office into bed, it's really time to pack it all up and ship it out. Okay. We have to redesign our sleep sanctuary. 
We want to be associating your bedroom and your bed for sleep and sex, but this is just a sleep talk only. And this is going to help you reestablish proper sleep hygiene, which will lead to better sleep and help sleep come a lot easier for you. So definitely clear out the clutter of the bedroom this time of year. And then you can revamp your bedtime with some relaxation and mindful techniques. You know, things like incorporating yoga and relaxing poses into your bedtime routine is going to help prepare your body to sleep and reduce stress levels, making falling asleep a lot easier. And these are things that you guys can do as a family. There's a lot of great kid yoga poses and kid meditation apps and things like that, that you can all do as a family to really, you know, incorporate those things at bedtime that then when you guys wake up in the middle of the night or you can't fall back asleep at night, you can incorporate some of these tools. You all can to help sleep come to you that much easier throughout the night. Now, One thing that I always like talking about because, you know, sometimes we often don't think of it is how nature can actually help us sleep a lot better. So when we're trying to sleep better, we can look to nature and our natural environment to help us fall asleep easier at night and also help us get a better quality of sleep. Often when we think of sleeping better, we just focus on bedtime, right? And ways to improve it. But did you know that how we wake up in the morning also helps us fall asleep a lot easier at night, right? The goal of guys is really just to create that drive to sleep during the day. So really our wake up time dictates how big of a drive towards sleep we're going to be able to create, okay? So when we wake up right, we are setting up the path for our natural 24-hour body clock for the rest of the day. When we keep a consistent wake-up time and when we allow our body to naturally wake up, it helps our body build enough drive to sleep throughout the day, making falling asleep a lot easier at night. The biggest way we can help achieve this is by immersing ourselves in that natural light. So this is a great time of year to do that. You want to open up the blinds when you wake up, getting outside in that fresh air and that natural light. This is going to work really well, but you can also include a sunrise simulator as an alarm clock. And this gradually turns the sleep switch off in our brain and allows us to wake up the way our body is naturally intended to. So nature definitely can play a role in how we can build that drive for sleep throughout the day to help us fall asleep a lot easier at night and just generally get a better quality of sleep during the night. Remember guys, it's not just about the quantity of sleep. It's also about what kind of sleep, what good quality of sleep that we're getting at night. And sometimes that's more important than just the amount of sleep that we are getting. So I know for some listening, this can be a scary time, especially when you've got little ones at home, but guys, we get through it twice a year, every year. I know I say that whenever I talk about the time change, but it's true, right? We definitely do adjust at some point. Be consistent in the plan that you put together with your family and how you're going to adjust to the time change. Take your sleep, take it as a priority right now. And what changes, you know, apply some of the changes that I talked about in this episode. What can you apply to your own sleep health and to your own sleep routine to help your entire family sleep better? So I hope that helped. You got this, guys. You will get through this, I promise. And until next time, guys, I wish everyone sweet dreams and a good night. 
Thanks for listening, guys. And be sure to check back for more episodes helping your family bring back bedtime. And to make sure you don't miss out, you can subscribe to the This Girl Loves Sleep podcast through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or iTunes, basically wherever you get your podcasts. And download our free sleep resources at goodnightsleepsite.com slash podcast. And if you like what you hear, guys, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. That helps the This Girl Loves Sleep podcast reach even more families like yours who deserve better sleep. 